Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by TNT Fitness. This podcast is sponsored by Whoop. If you want to measure your recovery, go to join.whoop.com slash TNT. You'll get the free strap and you'll get the first month off. This device, it's awesome. It measures your recovery. If you're red, you need to chill out. If you're yellow, you're fine. If you're green, you need to push it. It gives you a ton of stats on your sleep. Sometimes when I ask people about their sleep, they'll tell me, oh, I go to bed at 10 and I sleep all the way until six. I'm good to go. That's eight hours. I'm solid. But what they mean is they turn off Netflix at 10. They're not in bed until 1030. They mess around on their phone until 11. They don't fall asleep right away. Now it's 1115 and you forget to factor out the times you wake up. Maybe you go to the bathroom, so you miss out on a lot of sleep. So what you think might be eight hours might be closer to six and a half hours to seven hours. The Whoop tells you exactly how much REM sleep you get. That's awesome for your brain. It shows you exactly how much deep sleep you get. That's very restorative for your body. And you can see exactly do, does your sleep get better when you cut off ca- caffeine after 12 p.m. Or if you stretch a little bit before bed, it is very valuable. Today's topic is going to be about running. I've covered this before on the podcast, but this is always good to circle back to, or it might be the first time you're hearing this. So here's a couple of do's and don'ts for better running. A lot of times when I talk to someone who wants to get better at running, their outlook is that they don't like it and that they're bad at it and that it hurts and that it's no fun. You need to have a little bit of a mental approach towards running if you want to turn this around so if you're someone right now that doesn't like running then you need to tell yourself a slightly different story tell yourself that you can improve on running tell yourself that it's kind of enjoyable sometimes you don't have to go overboard and tell people or yourself that you're kipchoge and you're going to break marathon records and that you love running and that you're going to increase the speed no matter what but at least try and control the mental uh, framework a little bit Tell yourself that it's something that you're going to get better at, that you enjoy it sometimes, and that you um, try and make it as positive as possible. The second detail we're going to talk about today, it's hugely important, and that is the landing. The landing makes a huge difference. Some people, they love running. It's no issue. Some people, they hate it because it's too much impact on their ankles, on their knees, on their lower back. They just can't do it because it doesn't feel great to do the landing should be ball the foot hits the ground then the heel and then everything comes back up again too most people they put the leg out in front of themselves and they land on the heel if you don't know right now if you land on the ball the foot if you land on the heel nine out of ten times you're probably landing on the heel If you are someone that gets a little bit of shin splints or maybe you feel like you're getting tired in the front of the leg, then most definitely you're landing on the heel and you're doing it quite a bit. The muscles in the front of the shin, they slow the foot down. When you land on your heel, your muscles in the front of your shin have to slow the foot down and that's when it gets very tired and maybe a little bit sore after running workouts as well. So I'm not saying that you should land on your toes that you're on the toes the whole time and that your heel never touches the ground. So it's ball the foot hits the ground first, then the heel gently, softly, and then everything comes back up again too. You wanna do that on each 
step. There's a few drills you can do to try and figure out how you land on your foot. One easy drill to do and to kind of highlight the difference between landing on the ball of the foot versus landing on the heel is to just stay in place and jog. If you do this right now or if you do this later, you stay in place, you start jogging, you try to pick the feet up a little bit, have a little bit of cadence, you're automatically going to do this off the ball of your foot. If you try and do this, you can do this as well if you want to on your own risk. If you stay in place and jog off your heels, you're going to feel the difference. You're going to feel how it's more jarring, it's more impact on the ankles, knees, and hips, and it makes a huge difference. Another drill you can do that's pretty eye-opening on how you land with your foot is to skip the shoes altogether and run barefoot. Find something that's uh, flat and safe. You can see the ground. You can see what's going on. Don't do this for a very long distance. This is just a little bit of a drill to pay attention on how you're landing. This is going to change your running style immediately. There's no way you're going to take your shoes off, take off running, and land on your heels. You're going to notice that impact a whole lot more. This gets a little bit muffled sometimes when you have those big cushy shoes on. You kind of don't really feel, am I landing on my heel? Am I landing on the ball of the foot? But once you skip the shoes and you take off running, you are going to notice right away that you cannot land on your heels. It's way less comfortable compared to landing ball of the foot, heel touches the ground, and then come back up again. Just to recap, we've covered two things so far. Mental outlook, make sure you control what you're telling yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't say that you hate it before you even gotten the run over with too. Try and be a little bit nicer to yourself. And then landing on the ball of the foot. It's easier said than done. Sometimes you can do it for 50 meters, for 100 meters, and then you get tired or you fall into old patterns. This might be something that you practice for a short distance and then you rest. And then you practice it for a short distance and then you rest. You're not going to be able to switch over right away. There's calf muscles that needs to be developed. There's tendons that needs to be strengthened. And your arch right now, it's weak, it's soft, it's flat. This is something that's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to change. You're going to get bouncier. You're going to have a better arch. Once you slowly and gradually get used to using the ball of the foot a little bit more, hitting the ground first, then the heel, and then everything coming up from there. The third part we're going to talk about today, which is very important as well, is cadence. Better runners compared to worse runners, they take more steps. And that doesn't mean that they necessarily run faster. You can test this out by just staying in place and jog. You're not going anywhere. You can stay in place, jog, and be super quick with the feet. You're still not going anywhere. So the cadence doesn't really have anything to do with how fast you're running but it makes a huge difference on efficiency. Your hips are your center of gravity. As soon as you put a foot out in front of your hips, you're breaking, you're slowing yourself down. You can, you can uh, test this out by just standing, putting a foot on the ground out in front of you, and then just quickly picking up your back foot, you're gonna feel yourself fall backwards. If you do the same thing, if you move your foot back behind you a little bit, pick up your front foot quick, you're automatically falling forward. So this is what most people do when they run. They stick the foot out in front of themselves. They land on the heel. Each time you do that, the heel strike is going to be more impact on the body. And when you land out in front of the center of gravity, it's going to slow yourself down. 
So this is where picking up your feet more often is going to lessen the impact on your body. You're automatically going to be landing better on your foot when you take more steps. This is hard to do. This feels weird to get used to. You've done many reps already um, the other way. So switching this over doesn't happen overnight. But try and remind yourself when you're out running to just take more steps. As soon as the foot hits the ground, try and pull it back up again. You don't want it to be a long step. Long step is going to be no good. A long step is going to end up in front of you. When you're out in front of you, you're putting the brakes on. You want it to be quick steps. You want to hit the ground and then come right back up again. This should feel like you're almost prancing around a little bit at first. If you feel like you're prancing around, you're doing a pretty good job. There's obviously a lot more to running than these three things, but these are three big rocks. If you do these three things better, you're going to see a huge improvement in your running. Self-talk. Try and be nice to yourself. Try and coach yourself up. Don't beat yourself up before you work out or while you're out there running. This is a huge mental game. You got to try and control what you're telling yourself. Land on the ball of the foot. It's ball of the foot. It's not toes. It's ball of the foot. Heel comes down gently, touches the ground, and then comes back up again. Do that on each step, and it's going to be easier on your ankles, knees, and hips, lower back, and then take more steps. Whatever you're doing right now, just try and do a few more. You don't have to go from a super low cadence to a super high cadence. Just try and continually remind yourself to pick up the feet a little bit. Don't drag on too much. Don't keep the feet on the ground for too long. Try and be fast. Try and pick them back up. This takes a little bit of extra mental effort at first, but once you get used to it, once you slowly start incorporating this from shorter distances going into longer distances, you're going to see a ton of benefits. The quote of the week is a quote from Steve Prefontaine. He's a famous runner and it is, I'm going to work so that it's a pure guts race at the end. And if it is, I am the only one who can win it. End of quote. I like pre, I like this quote. I like this time of the year. Today it was over 90 degrees at the gym and it's turning into a guts race. You can choose between some cardinals, a barbecue, hanging out by the pool, or showing up at the gym and sweating it out like crazy. I like this time of the year because it kind of separates the people that want it and the people that don't want it quite as much. We're going to lean into this. We're going to do some tough workouts. It's always a little bit extra at first, but once you get used to it, you get used to the heat, it's going to be good for you. It's going to make us better in the end. Let's put some guts into our workouts the next couple of weeks and months and it's going to be worth it at the end. <laughs>